Hello, brothers and sisters. Brother Derek at the microphone. I'm glad to be with you once again for a brand new week of teaching. This week, we're going to talk about the law of life. The law of life. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, cause me to articulate this message, Lord, with precision. Cause me to say the correct words, Lord, that every person needs to hear individually. That will further them in their growth, Lord, in your word and in their spirit, man. Bless me, Lord, with the words of eternal life to bless my brothers and sisters, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Let's go to Romans 8 and at verse 1. Now, I want you to keep this in your uh, mind. I've told you once before. And you can you can uh, check this out with scripture. Just pay attention to it. When God gets ready to do something different. He don't necessarily change his word, but he, he'll come with a new word that supersedes the old word. One place he told the Pharisees. That you cannot put. New wine into old wineskins. And Jesus' words are mostly mysteries, but it is given to the children of the kingdom to understand. So I say, blessed are your eyes, for they do see, and blessed are, their, are your ears, for they do hear. Let's say a man that's not ordained to eternal life, he'll hear me say that you're saved by believing on Jesus, and he would say, okay, I believe on Jesus. And that person will go and practice sin. But a person who is ordained to eternal life, they hear me say, you're saved by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. And it'll make them want to do right because they are saved. See, it's, it's, a, it's a thing of the heart. The first person really didn't get born again. They mentally assented to it. They didn't get born again with their heart. Whereas the second person got born again with their heart. So sin is not imputed to that man. And I'm going to deal with that all this week. So let's go to Romans 8 chapter and at verse 1. It says, there is therefore now, right now, no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Now, let me explain that one place it said uh, the, the, the law, the, uh, the letter kill it, but the spirit makes a lie. The letter is talking about the law, the written, written word. You're trying to commit. You're trying to practice that. Thou should not. 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 By your flesh and your mind. And what men found out is they couldn't keep it. All have sinned, not not just just one person, all except Jesus. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. When you got born again, you still broke some part of the law, believe it or not. Somewhere in there, you didn't obey. So if you were saved by law, you wouldn't be saved because you done broke law somewhere. Whether you ate the wrong thing, 
You see what I'm saying? Whether you <laughs> didn't remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy, whether you didn't observe a new moon. Did you know they had to treat a new moon like a Sabbath? So the new moon might fall on a Tuesday. So that day you can't go to work because it's a new moon. See what I'm saying? You didn't, a lot of y'all didn't even know that. So you done broke some part of the law. Matter of fact, and you could you could Google search this. It was a man picking up sticks on the Sabbath. They brought him to Moses. They said, hey, we found this man picking up sticks on the Sabbath. What, what should we do? Moses asked God what to do. God said, kill him. Why? Because they was on the law. God told them don't work on the Sabbath. And he was working, picking up sticks. So he had to die. So people that want to. So now when people get born again, they say, oh, I heard people say, oh, they've been married and got a divorce. And they're not saying that's not true. And I'm going to deal with all that this week. Oh, they uh, uh, cheated on their wife. So they're not saying not necessarily true. What it is, is they need to repent. And they need to walk in the spirit. They need to walk in love. Love will stop you from doing those things I just mentioned. Love. When you get a manifestation and a revelation of the love of God, you ain't going to commit adultery because of love. Love going to stop it. Love going to stop you from doing a lot of things that you shouldn't do. Love going to stop you from lying on people and telling lies. Love going to stop you from stealing from your company, stealing the money from the company. Love is going to stop you from doing a lot of things and love is going to make you do a lot of things. Love is going to make you forgive. Love is going to stop you from wanting to kill your brother. One place it says, if you, if you angry with your brother, you are a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life. So you have Christians that are practicing these things. And God sent that word to correct. He gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, not the perfecting of the sinners. The people that are doing these things are actually saints. I know y'all don't believe that. They're born again and they need to be corrected. The one place it says, if a brother is overcome in a, in a fault, other words, another word for fault is sin. Paul speaking by revelation of God didn't call it sin because he know that sin is not imputed unto a Christian. Oh yes. He didn't make a mistake with his words. He called it a fault. So it's, so it could be a sin, but he called it a fault because he, he being conscious of the word that sin is not imputed unto a Christian. So it says if a brother is overcoming a fault, them that are spiritual, Restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering your own self that at least you be tempted. I think it's in Galatians. I might not have said it perfectly, but I, that's a synopsis of what I read. But let's go back to Romans eight and one again. Now there is, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Now listen to this new law at verse two. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Somebody say that. Say the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Say it again. Say the law of the spirit of life 
in Christ Jesus. Let me say that again. For the law of the spirit of life, not the spirit of death, the spirit of life, not stone to death because you committed a sin, not losing salvation because you committed a fault. I should have said fault. And I'm going to deal with that, how you shouldn't practice sin. I'm going to get around to that. But I want to establish your heart first in grace. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, listen closely, have made me free from the law of sin and death. Paul emphasized in his writings that law made sin come alive in you. See, before it was a law, it wouldn't be any sin. How many understand that? If there's no law, there's no sin. How many, how many really understand what I'm trying to say? So when the knowledge, okay, if God would have never told Adam don't eat from the tree, he would have never sinned because it wouldn't have been a law. How many understand that he would have just did righteousness by what he felt the law was telling him in his spirit? But when they gave him the dashana, it made that sin come alive on him. See, in Romans uh, 6 and 14, it says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. And I'm going to have to look at it in the Young's literal. In the Young's literal, it says, For sin over you shall not have lordship, for ye are, are not under law. It don't say the law, but under grace. So you have to learn to receive your salvation by trusting in the blood of Jesus. I'm out of time. Be blessed.